Hey there, it's Molly Cash, and today it's story time. I have for you the never-before-told story of how I got so super burned out as a mom, what helped me turn that around, and the things I still do today to keep away from burnout. If you're a parent, I bet you can relate to this. And even if not, there are lots of areas in our lives that we can get burned out, so you'll probably find some things applicable to you too. Now, keep in mind, this is a little vulnerable for me. It's kind of hard to admit when you struggle with motherhood. But as you'll see later, that's one of the things that contributes to even more struggle with motherhood. By talking about this, I know that some people will judge me. And if that's you, that's okay. What I don't want you to do is judge yourself if you've gone through or are going through something similar, okay? So once upon a time, I became a mother. That was 14 years ago. And you don't need to hear about all 14 years. But what you do need to know is that I had four babies within six years. And then about four years later, I had one more baby. You also should know that I love and adore my children. All of them are brilliant. They're cute and creative. And I just could go on all day about how awesome they are. But that's not what this story is about. I also have an incredible, super smart, super sexy, very supportive and hilarious husband who just checks all the right boxes for me and has been an amazing partner to go through this whole parenting thing with. Now, I don't say all this to just brag about my family. I say this to illustrate that even someone with awesome kids and an awesome partner can wind up in some serious burnout. Okay, so how I got burned out. When I was first a mom, I had the most ridiculous expectations of myself. I just figured I was going to be the very best mom that there ever was. And I set out to do that and pretty quickly learned that that was not going to happen, but I still wanted to be like a super mom. I also felt like I had to be the perfect homemaker. I felt all this societal and cultural pressure to be good at cooking, good at cleaning, good at decorating a house for crying out loud. I am still really bad at that one. I was supposed to be good at crafts and laundry and preparing for earthquakes because I live in Utah where we've been warned of the big one for decades. And I remember being taught about this in the fourth grade and just being terrified ever since. And all these things that I was supposed to be good at, even though they really have nothing to do with the relationship between a parent and a child, they seemed to all be bundled together in one big package and it was kind of pass or fail. I felt that in order to be a good mom, I really needed to do all that other stuff. So the point of all this was there was an enormous amount of pressure to do everything right. And that included all kinds of things, whether I was good at them or not, whether I had any experience with them or not, whether I even cared about them or not. So obviously, since I'm a human, I never measured up to the impossible ideal that was in my head. And so I just always felt bad about myself. Now, remember, I had four kids in six years, 
And that was intense. And by the end of that, my body was trashed. I was young enough when I started having kids that I hadn't really established like how I do nutrition, how I do fitness, you know, and so I was trying to learn that stuff while raising these tiny kids and lots of them. And it it wasn't going very well. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. And when I started getting that treated, that helped a lot. But I still just didn't know how to take care of myself. And I didn't have time anyway. I had all these little kids running my life. This went on, the kids got a little older. Um, We had kind of a big year where we had our fifth child. And then we moved a few months later. And so we had this new baby, new house, things were going great. I was so happy. I was just soaking up my last baby and the whole family was enjoying her so much and it just was awesome. Until postpartum depression hit again. That's my pattern, y'all. It's about uh, six to eight months later is when it hits. But this time felt different. It was more bleak. It was more hopeless. I felt just not myself at all. All the progress I'd made on my mental health in the past several years just felt like it was out the window. I had learned so much about not having these crazy expectations of myself and not trying to be the perfect mom and the perfect homeowner and all of that. But, you know, those those beliefs run deep. And when you're not doing so great, they're right there waiting in the wings, ready to take center stage again in your moment of weakness. But this time I had just kind of lost the will to try. And so I had that voice in my head telling me, you should do this, you should do that. You should be playing with your kids all the time. You should have your new house totally organized and decorated and be cooking awesome healthy meals for your family. And I just didn't have it in me and I knew it. So I kind of stopped trying. I remember kind of hiding out in my room a lot. I would go there to nurse the baby and then I would just stay there. She'd fall asleep, but the other kids didn't know that. And I used that as kind of an escape because I just couldn't handle the chaos of all the kids. Everybody wanted something from me. So I'd say, oh, you got to be quiet. I'm going in to nurse the baby. And then I would just stay there. Do I feel proud of this? No. I was just in there watching a whole bunch of Grey's Anatomy and probably eating chocolate and trying to drown out the mental berating that was going on in my head for not engaging with the kids and being a good mom. As a side note, I don't know how or why, but my kids during this period were so self-sufficient. They were amazing. I don't get it because now I try to hide out in my room and they won't let me. They're even more demanding than when they were littler. That doesn't make any sense to me, but I think that was a big a blessing to me that they took care of each other, took care of themselves. And I'm not sure what they were doing out there, but they were okay. And my husband, by the way, was at work. He was working two, sometimes three, sometimes four. I think he got up to four jobs at once. And he would still come home and make dinner. And just, he was really amazing during this time when I was so low and non-functional. I'll spare you all the details, but we can call this period of time rock bottom. And there were basically two things that helped me turn around from there. 
One was getting some therapy and eventually medication, just addressing my mental health in ways that I hadn't before. And the other came from a realization that I wasn't really using my brain in a way that was meaningful or challenging. I remember feeling overwhelmed and yet bored and wondering, how is this possible? How can I be so bored and so overwhelmed at the same time? It doesn't make any sense. But looking back, it really does make sense because I had been a mom for 10 years at this point. I had been a homeowner for about the same amount of time. And so things like cooking for my family and doing laundry and playing blocks with kids or whatever, they weren't mentally stimulating anymore. I wasn't learning the ropes. And so it didn't feel like a fun challenge to figure this stuff out. It was just old hat, old news, boring, and yet so much of it. And because I wasn't doing a good job of it, it became overwhelming. Realizing that my brain needed something more was a huge turning point for me. And at that time, I had already been into life coaching for about a year. I'd been listening to the Jody Moore podcast and joined her coaching program. I loved it. I had learned so much. And I'd already even had a moment when I thought, I've got to do this. I need to be a life coach. But I hadn't taken any steps in that direction because I just didn't think I could in my stage of life. But there came this point where I was like, I need something. I need something more to do with my brain. And if it's not good for this stage of life, too bad, because what we're doing now is terrible for it. So I signed up for coach training, and it fit the bill. It gave me something to focus on, something to learn about. And all these other things that had been so overwhelming to me, they quieted down. A lot of them just dropped off the earth. For example, me thinking that my house had to be perfectly clean and organized and decorated and amazing, that just went away because it was not a priority to me at that time. I stopped listening to that particular squeaky wheel and it stopped squeaking. It would be nice if this were the end of a happy story, but it's not. Um, that helped a ton. I was really happy for a while. I was certified as a coach. I started my business. Things are going great. But I still had this problem where I was burned out as a mom. I wasn't feeling so burned out as just a human anymore. But I had a hard time engaging with my family. I just felt overall really disconnected. They'd want to go to the park and I would want to stay home without them. They would want to play a game with me or read with me or anything. And I just, I had so much resistance to spending time with my kids and with my family. And I just hated that. And I judged it too. I tried not to judge myself for feeling that way, but it just felt wrong, you know? It felt like I should want to play games with my kids. I should want to be part of the family fun outing. But I couldn't shake this feeling that everything I gave to them, whether that was my time or effort or attention, 
It felt like I was taking that away from me. It was depleting me. And so I held on tight and I didn't want to give because I felt like I would have nothing left. And you know, I was kind of right. I was depleted. But it wasn't because of my family. It wasn't because of whatever I was giving to them. I was depleted because I wasn't giving to myself. I wasn't taking care of my own basic needs. I wasn't getting enough sleep or movement. I wasn't eating decent meals. And I know we moms like to blame those things on our kids. And yeah, they do make it harder. But, um, hard? Have you met a mother? We are built to do hard things. It's just a matter of being committed. If we were all as committed to ourselves as we are to our kids, this world would look a lot different. So since then, I've been learning how to get my needs met. And it's amazing, y'all, what a difference it makes when you get enough sleep. I feel like my old self again. I'm goofing off with the kids. They're laughing. I'm having fun. We're actually connecting instead of going through the motions. And I'm a far cry from perfect at this, but I have a method. I know how to recognize when things are bringing me up, when things are bringing me down, when I'm lacking in some way. I've been able to rewire my brain so that my first thought when I'm feeling terrible or things are going badly isn't, what's wrong with me? But instead, what do I need right now? As I've gotten better at allowing and tolerating and listening to my own emotions, I'm better at tolerating my kids' emotions and teaching them how to feel them instead of fight them. Learning to pay attention to and follow my own desires, which you are allowed to have, by the way, even if you're a mom, has helped me better listen to and pay attention to my kids' desires and be supportive of them, too. I'm still learning, and this is a journey, it's a process. I'm sure I will never be done learning how to better connect with myself and my family. But I have learned a lot and developed a way to address the things that landed me in burnout in the first place. And as vulnerable as it is to tell this story and admit the struggles I've had, the struggles I still have, I just know that there's another mom out there maybe it's you, who feels the same way and doesn't know who to talk to about it. And I don't want any more time to go by before I reach out to help her. I've created a coaching program just for her. It's called Reengage. It's a 30-day quick start to enjoying motherhood again. But also, my clients have been known to experience life-changing results in just one 30-minute call. So if this sounds like you at all, if you recognize even one of the things that led to my downfall before, please, please, please come talk to me. You are not alone. You are not a bad mom. And you don't have to go on feeling like you're just a shell of who you used to be. You can reconnect with yourself. You can reconnect with your family. You can feel at peace 
you can feel more alive and actually enjoy the stage of life that you're in. So let's talk and I will help you get started. I've set up a new page just for this. Go to mollycash.com. That's M-O-L-L-Y-C-A-S-H.com slash burnout. That will take you to schedule a 30-minute Zoom call with me. Totally free, no obligation. If my program is a good fit for you, I can give you that info too. But I just want to help you feel better and take better care of yourself. Because we need the moms to be okay. And you deserve to enjoy your life and not just get through it. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. And thank you for being who you are. It matters. And not just because of what you do for your family. Please take care. And hopefully I'll see you soon on Zoom.